0: Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon. Mm-hmm. Brandon Wound. P-p-ps. Hey, this is me, Todd Novak. We are super thrilled that you are listening with us to our show. It's like you were here with us, but you're not. We're imagining you were. Um, we hope you're having an awesome day. We've got a great show for you this episode um tony what do we do on this show we like to talk about gear mm-hmm. and
1: specifically the people who produce gear yes and a lot of times there's maybe people that you've never
0: heard of yes some you might have but some that you might not have yes and we like to get the story i'm trying to be Jermaine from flight of the concords as best i can <laughs> <laughs> That's not very good. No, um, but
1: uh, yeah, we we talk to uh, little guys, big guys, and we just get like their background story. Yep, uh, we talk to pickup makers, boutique builders boutique, is the word I think you're searching boutique, desperately for. Boutique, not not the not the builders of places that are boutiques, boutiques
0: right? But. But people who make
1: things that go inside of boutiques
0: sometimes. 101 shows, too. Yeah, we do 101s. Jared loves the 101s and 102s. We've got uh, somebody very special on the line that fits that bill. Uh, Monsieur, what is your name?
2: My name's Leon. I'm from Pelican Noise Works.
0: Awesome. Leon from Pelican Noise Works. Glad to have you. Welcome on board. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. We've had a lot of requests for you, man. Whoa. That's including weird. including my own request for you <laughs> 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 um but yeah you are you're well loved in the pedal community and uh, i think our our uh, listeners are gonna and uh, enjoy this one provided we on this end don't screw it up so, speaking of that... Oh, I'll make you look great. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a couple people to thank uh, for our the, the, the equipment that we're using. We want to thank Rode Microphones for these delicious pieces of equipment. And they are delicious. They, yes. Um, the, uh, our mounds are in close proximity to the ProCaster once a week, every week, and we are so thankful for the equipment that we have provided by Rode, as well as the RodeCaster Pro, which is capturing everything on this sleek machine, this colorful, sleek machine with soft touch buttons and levers and knobs. It's, a, it's amazing. And you know what? Uh, one thing that's really cool about this, you can actually record a phone conversation. You can record it via Bluetooth mm. and it all records down to a micro SD card. So you don't even have to have a, a computer plugged in. If you well, in, want order to do for, in
1: order for the phone conversation to be legal, the other person has to know that you're recording. That's
0: probably true all righty um oh also we've got an awesome listener four on the floor now four on the floor jared what explain four on the floor for us four on the floor is anybody's
3: favorite four pedals that they use could they could be desert island like a pedal that they wish they had or they could be you know, a pedal that they
0: do have and must they must have pedals must have man yeah gotta have them we so,
3: dig at the four on the flow
0: so, if you want to find out more about that, you can go to our website, theguitarknobs.com. And we have, I mean, we've got a lot. It's probably at least a hundred. Um, I'm guessing it's about a hundred. I think uh, it's a million. May, not, not a million, maybe a hundred million. Um, so all, uh, all of our listeners, all, or not all of our listeners, all the people that we've interviewed, all the builders, all your favorite personalities, uh, and Leon's going to have one as well coming up. But you can find out what they deem as their four must-have pedals. We also have our patrons kind of uh, jump in here too and, and send us theirs as well. So uh, we have one from our good friend, and Jared's cousin.
3: Yeah. He married a cousin of mine, so now he is my cousin as well.
0: Yes. He's all of our cousins. That's um, right. Mike, a.k.a. Muffy Merritt, of the band The Bullhorn Boys. Very good stuff. I won't embellish this at all. This is a hell of a guitar player. Yeah. He is, man, the guy's got, he's just got the touch. He's got tone for days. It is Really, really good stuff. Really we were good. able to see him uh, in Nashville doing his thing, and wow, outstanding. Anyways, he wanted to share his. He actually sent me a note and said uh, he was curious why people haven't chosen the JHS color box on their four on the floor. And he's just like, This is an amazing pedal. Why don't people put this on their four on the floor? So I said, well, why don't you give me your four on the floor? He says, well, all right. So guess what we're starting with? with. Uh,
1: the JHS
0: color box. The Fairfield circuitry. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the accountant. Just the best compressor I've ever heard. So simple to use, and it nails it every time. Small footprint and built like a tank. Very good. Nice. Also, the Hungry Robot Moby Dick Volume, uh, volume 1, <laughs> Version 1. Uh, maybe not the absolute best analog delay. Well, I mean, at least he's honest. But for the money, it's hard to go wrong. Call me Ishmael. Tap tempo analog delay with warbly modulation. Mmm, delicious. I really, I like Hungry Robot stuff. And for the record, um, he was one of the earlier people that we asked to have on the show. And that's just not, that's just not his thing. We can respect that. That's fine. So shout out to Hungry Robot making his, uh, his awesome pedals out there. Then we have the JHS Superbolt V1. This pedal ended my search for a drive pedal. I went through at least 20 other drives over the years until I landed here. Mm. I use this for every style of music. It's a great fuzz, overdrive, clean boost. And when it needs to be, dare I say, transparent, super responsive, the way an amp is. It's just killer. Uh, And then lastly, the JHS Colorbox. What doesn't this pedal do? I don't know. I use it for everything. EQ, mid-boost, high-boost, fuzz of all sorts, drive, vocals, high-pass filter, AM radio sounds. The list goes on. Got to be one of those most misunderstood pedals ever. And for the record, he actually does use all of those in his live uh, in his live music. I mean, oh, it's, I believe it's it. really versatile, cool stuff. Love y'all and love what you do. Big shout out to Brandon Wound. Pickups, he kills it. All right. Thank you. I just had to throw that in there. Nice. Thank you, Muffy, for for, uh, sending that to us. It's a good dude. Uh, If you're up in Michigan, check out the uh, Bullhorn Boys or check them out online. They should be available. Really good stuff. Yep, I've said that. Okay. Gentlemen, what is going on in our music world uh, this week?
2: Let's start with Leon. Well, okay, okay. A couple weeks ago, I'll I'll have to just go in like weeks because I don't get time for that much anymore. Uh, I sold one of my... uh, one of my old favorite guitars that oh. became slowly not my favorite anymore. And so I went ahead and sold it. Uh, how did, it was a, how uh, did you
3: feel after you sold it? Good. Great,
2: actually. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, a Gibson. Uh, it was with the the DG-335, uh, the Dave Grohl one. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was from the, the first run in, in 2007. It was like serial number 19. And oh. I held onto it for a long time. I just never played it anymore. So
0: it's gone. Interesting. Now I, mm. I got to admit, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of that guitar. Cause I, I just, I, I don't know what's wrong with you. I just don't, I don't like that one. I don't what know. have you
1: got against Trini Lopez? <laughs> I don't like I, I don't what like did the, he ever do the, to you?
0: I don't like the, didn't he have the one with the, like the headstock, the, 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 standard headstock. I could have sworn I'm going to feel stupid here in a second.
1: Well, you should. Yeah. <laughs> I the, see him play
0: that that blue he, the, the, the blue
1: t- one the two ones he had the the trini lopez model yeah which is what you're talking about yeah yeah and then there was the firebird studio model that he played a yeah. lot maybe i'm
0: thinking of something else you're thinking of john mayer no i never think of john mayer yes <laughs> you do that's not no. true that anyways. is not true uh okay, you have I'm a john mayer tattoo i do <laughs> there it is uh oh <laughs> anyways i don't like the diamond yeah. cutouts uh, i'm you're, sorry you're just a sick i don't individual. like the diamond cutouts I mean, I mean, the, I'm leaving. this he this, doesn't either That's this, why this I got podcast rid of it. is over i just don't <laughs> like it
2: i can <laughs> look past that but. yeah uh, thank
3: you well you sold it <laughs> what, so, yeah, well. what if the cutouts were in the shape of a strat would you like it uh,
0: then? oh boy <laughs> that'd be uh, fantastic so uh anyways wow how about a fly swatter yeah all right Tony. Yes. What's going on in your music world, buddy?
1: My music world this week. So, uh, today, thanks to our good friends at Amazon, uh, in the mail was a, my copy of uh, the new Stiv Bader's uh, uh, documentary. Of the Dead Boys.
0: Of the Dead Boys. It's called Stiv- the early The Early Punk Meisters.
1: Well, yeah, from my hometown, Steve yep. lived in in Girard, which is just outside of Youngstown, Ohio. and uh, Ohio. sorry, uh, I forgot we're not we're, we, do we broadcast outside of Ohio? Barely. Okay, that's good. Uh, so anyhow, so Steve uh, joined up with the Dead Boys back in the uh, mid '70s, and they a lot of the guys were from Cleveland, so there was you know Cheetah Chrome mm-hmm. and a couple of others. and they were an early band that played at CB Jeeps in uh, New York City. mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, Stiv uh, had a, a, a short solo career, and then he joined the Lords of the New Church, and then uh, he did uh, he did a couple other things. I was fortunate enough to see Stiv with the Dead Boys when they reformed in the early, uh, maybe the, yeah, I guess it was the early 80s. Mm. Uh, they played at a club that I used to play at in Youngstown. And that was just super cool because we were all like Dead Boys fans because of the connection. But uh, right. he had, he, unfortunately, he was killed crossing the street by a motorcycle in Paris. Yeah. Huh. Wow. And uh, so anyhow, so there's a, there's a new documentary that just came out. It's called Stiv, No Compromise, No
0: Regrets. Uh, and they, they did a short uh, run tour around uh, recently without Stiv, obviously. Well, yeah, yeah that was, yeah, it was yeah. kind of a reformed yeah. version. But Cheetah was there. But right? Cheetah
1: Chrome and Jimmy Zero, I think, was still playing, yeah. and a couple of the other guys. But, but anyhow, so I can't wait. I, I just, I you know, I almost skipped the uh, podcast so I could watch. No, I would never <laughs> skip the podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so I'm gonna. Can uh, we I, let me borrow it after? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I love that era. That's my. I I just absolutely love that era of of music. So that's that. That was my big thrill of my music
3: world. Awesome. This week. J reds Okay, uh, I was uh, in. Michigan for the Michigan Guitar Show, uh, north of Detroit, over the weekend. It was a Saturday and Sunday ordeal. It was put on pretty well. Um, it was the the guitar show itself was actually put on in an old theater. Huh. and uh,
0: so interesting.
3: Yeah, it was. So you think, well, what about all the seats? Well, the seats weren't uh, weren't in the obviously were not in the theater. So there were levels that you know stepped down, and huh. then you had like the the pit, and there were tables in the pit. There's tables, you know. Did that work out all right? It worked out. Oh yes, huh. it did. Yeah, um, I was gonna
1: say was, were things slanted, but yeah, they had they had leveled off. I guess.
3: Yeah, it was every le- it, it was all level, huh. but it was just levels of you know, it just stepped down every. I'm gonna say about seven to eight feet. huh so there was. Or maybe ten feet is more like it. So there's plenty of room to set up tables and then have people walk down that oh, that level cool. aisle. So it worked. Um, How was the attendance? The attendance was pretty good for that demographic. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, the the stage was chock full of you know your bigger, sponsory type people, and there was a radio station there, mm-hmm. and I, I forgot what the station is, but. It was it was done really it kind of reminded me of the guitar fest but just not as big yeah. okay uh but yeah it's 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 a little more rough selling stuff up there in that area but i I did okay and uh, I got some really cool items that uh, will probably come in use for when I do more shows and guitar shows and stuff like that but I bought a really old um guitar t- uh, touring case flight case mm-hmm. it's not silver like we all have in mind when you say flight case it's like a cabbage case kind of it's thing. a yeah it's huge and um it has heart on it mm. uh, it was i think it was a guitar player that played for heart i don't think it was uh somebody very well known it wasn't but, Corey Hart. It was not... You got Corey Hart's flight case. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. man. It was on a heart tour, man. Hey, that says more than, you know, than just some weird guitar player that played for Hart. Maybe, movie, maybe they carried actual hearts in that. They could have. Yeah. All it's the hearts pretty... that they won over on stage. Oh, boy. Uh...
0: All right, I'm ending this one. So
3: they, anyway, they there's <laughs> Seattle stickers all over it and all this kind of thing. So I'm like, okay, yeah, this, this is legit. So, huh. But anyway, it's a great case. And then another case that's even larger that holds two amplifiers and can hold a bunch of equipment and the front face comes off. So, you know, you roll the thing in, you take the front face off and I think the back face, or the back comes off so you can plug everything in. Uh, Great items. I got them for really cheap. I got the guitar thing for like 75 bucks and I got the other thing for um, the same price, 75 bucks. The reason I bought the big one Mm -hmm. because it was impeding uh, the vision of my table from where the aisle was. So I'm like, dude, and I believe that's that a hundred percent. Actually, it, it absolutely was. When I saw it, it infuriated me. I said, buddy, that nobody could see my table or what I have on my table. That's a genius plan. When that thing with that thing, Oh, I'm sorry, man. I've got nowhere to put it. I said, how much you want for it? And I, I said, give me the deal of a lifetime because it's in my way and I'll, I'll buy it just to get it out of the way. Wow. So, Damn,
1: I'm going to set some guitars yeah, up in front real. of
3: Jared's stuff. <laughs> Actually, it, it Lock was... Block his stables st- from now on. It's a great piece. I got it for a
0: steal. I was really happy about it. Yeah, it's it. cool. Okay. All right. I mean, now it, you'll have a place to live. Exactly. <laughs> mm. Todd, how about you? What's going on in your Well, I got some world? awesome stuff in the mail. Our buddy Scott DeBockler of SMK Pedals sent me uh, the Graystone distortion. I just did a project for Scott, you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Well, Don't you know? Are you going to tell us? No. No? Okay. All right. No, that's between he and I. Excellent. That's secret. Um, <laughs> he and I, me and him. Anyways. Um, and then also the JFET preamplification unit boost, which Ooh. sounds very intriguing. Mm. Um, so uh, it was really cool. got to pull those out and play with them, and, and um, he's uh, he did... Uh, that gray stone is that's a special pedal. It's, yeah, it's really I, good. I do
1: like that one, too. I it's mean, I, really and I'm good. not usually like an overdrive fuzzy kind of person, but uh, that one,
0: uh, it has some cool controls on it. Very, yeah. You very, need, you very useful. Yeah, it's very useful. Uh, so more to come on that. Uh, we'll probably have him uh, telling us a little bit more about that sometime soon. Um, and then uh, uh, I will be... F- Hopefully, you will have seen a feature on that so far on, on uh, Instagram by the time this comes out. Anyways, let's get to some awesome stuff. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. All right. Leon Wright from Pelican Noise Works. What is your four on the floor? Uh, well, the first one
2: is going uh, you know, to obviously go right to left in pedal order. Uh, the first one's going to have to be the Lollygagger Canalia, Ooh. which I know you. Yeah, you guys know something oh, yes. about. We know yeah. about that Man, one. It's a good one. S- so good. Yeah, that's a special. That's a special. Uh, well, I'd say a special little pedal, but it's huge. But yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's,
3: it's it's good. Indestructible. <laughs> I uh, was listening to another podcast, and he was also brought up there too. And the yeah. guy's popping up all over the yeah. place.
0: Make some good stuff. <laughs> so, guy. so tell us about uh, what you know. Your take on the Canalia.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, the, fir- the first thing about me. Personally, I don't really care for overdrive pedals that much. Uh, I just, uh something that it does to the sound, you know, where they either they accentuate the mids or they they take out your low end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it sounds great. I just like how it you know, keeps uh, the full frequency range intact and then just kind of gives it more, you know, kind of uh, full bandwidth. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, and that pedal
0: massively powered.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And the, and the boost side of it sounds great. I guess it's not really a boost, is it? It's a gain circuit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it just, it sounds great all the way around. And I've actually sent it back to him to get, uh, refinished once before. Really? Wow. Uh, so yeah, it came back with a, with a brand new haircut and it was, <laughs> <laughs> it's, nice. uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, one of my favorites
0: yeah i'm glad to see that out in the wild if if uh, y'all are not familiar with lolly gagger check out his pedals and um sean's a, a great guy really involved in the community we've said it many times but the the canalia is truly a top class pedal i have referenced it as sounding like a top fuel dragster so that that was my
2: impression what do you have for number two sir yeah number two um have to be the the spruce effects Gigantium. uh Now it's weird after I just said, I don't like overdrive pedals. And then I throw another one in there. That's, that's how, that's how I roll. Like (laughs) like to contradict myself like that. Um, which that one I like more than anything. I like his, uh, the germanium boost, uh, that he, that he put in that, um, it used to be a standalone pedal of his called now. I don't remember. I'm going to, he's going to be upset at me about that, Uh, it was, it was called something boost. Uh, it's, uh, it was, I think it was kind of like a range master style boost with his, uh, nice germanium transistors that he uses. And it, uh, yeah, it just sounds like deliciously dirty, uh, you know, awesome. not, not clean at all. Uh, and then this particular pedal, the Gigantum has a, another, like an, another side to it where it's overdrive. I mean, that sounds great too. So you're basically the, the bacon eating
0: vegan Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm
2: vegan, but I love bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. All right. Number three is the Tomcat Violet Muffer. It's a fantastic sounding muff. There's no no other way to say it. It just sounds
0: brilliant. Is there? What is the thing that makes it sound brilliant? As opposed to there are obviously loads of uh, muff pedals out there. What 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 is it about this one?
2: There are loads of them out there. Uh, There's I don't know. There's something about like the top end on this one that really really does it for me. He has little switches inside that you can you can change the clipping. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, that. Okay. Like little dip switches on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, and you can uh, kind of customize it even further. Yeah,
0: it's a it's a great pedal. Excellent. I like the graphics that he does on those pedals too.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah Just across his whole line. Orders. Cool stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, all right. How about number four? Number four is uh, uh, Chase Bliss Thermae. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is ridiculously cool. <laughs> um, I don't know... I feel like I've gotten into it pretty far as far as the functionality. (laughs) That was going to be
1: our next question. Yes. Yeah, I figured it would be.
2: Uh, But uh, I've gotten into the MIDI control and started, you know, sending it CC messages to do different things. And then I had to pull back because I realized I went too far.
0: They they do (laughs) offer a class at community college on those. (laughs) Right, right. It was... (laughs) I didn't have the prerequisites for it. Yeah. So didn't, didn't get on <laughs> they are. I mean, you know, something to be said, Every, everybody who gets one just gushes on it. And, uh, but they also have to, you know, it, oh, there's yeah. so much packed into those things. It's uh you do owe it to yourself to
2: explore it fully and, and, and get into those. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I've, yeah, I've explored it as deep as I'm comfortable with exploring it. Um, you know, and then I, I just forget how to, you know, forget how to get back to that sound that I had before. But um, right. yeah, you just set that thing up as a basic delay and then start adding in some of the intervals and weirdness. And it, it's just, yeah, you can't get a, yeah. I can't get a bad sound out of it. Yeah. Well, and I they... get unusable sounds out of it, but, not bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
0: and then they just have the, the recent release, the mood, which is, you know, pretty. that looks really cool. Gonzo as well. Um, well, Chase makes it to the uh to the four on the floor yet again. Um, so it's a running runoff. Is that, is that a thing? A running runoff? Spinoff? No. No, but, well, so so far, we usually get a Chase Bliss pedal or a Caroline Guitar Company pedal and almost every single four on the floor. Have we, have we, compi- like have we
1: compiled a list?
0: I, I've I want to do that at the end of the year because it's getting pretty fun. Uh but I believe Caroline still has the edge. Yeah. Uh, we we hear specifically for the Kilobyte. And, yeah. Well, and oh, actually, yeah. I think he's competing with himself against the, the Kilobyte and the Meteor. So, Ooh. yeah. I
2: almost threw the Shigaharu in there. See, I really like that pedal. I doubled back. Oh, no, it's so good. How about the tube
0: screamer? (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) But that's also been on there like a thousand times. It actually has. So, yeah, that'll be some fun. Well, I'll have to try to see if we can do that uh, towards the end of the year. That's a Um, big project. That'll take some time. That's a big project. But it's worth doing. So if you want to find out more about this four on the floor and actually get links to the pedals that that, uh, Leon's referenced and find out, you know, what other people have listed as their four on the floor. You can go to theguitarnobs.com and go to Four on the Floor and see all of these amazing magical things. It's a lot of fun. So let's get down to the meat of this, shall we? Uh, We are talking to Leon Wright of pelican noise works we're very excited about that he's going to tell us all about uh how he came to be in the guitar world that we know and hopefully some juicy little tidbits that will make us laugh or cry maybe even too
1: but first what is your very earliest musical memory that you have (laughs) oh man
2: very early musical memory
0: yeah uh. Well, you know what? Uh, on that uh, note, it's
2: a rock and roll thing. I don't know.
0: We were just talking about what was the very first album that we each purchased with oh. our own money. Yeah, um, with our own money. On. Let's, let's okay. do that real oh, quick. This, that's a good. Oh question. yeah, that yeah. was that was a good one. Okay, on. all three of us and Leon, and we can all share what our very first album, whether that is a CD, a tape, or a record that we bought with our own money, the very first one actually tony would you would yeah. you like to go first okay. i can go i can let's do now of
1: course i had an older sister so i did borrow a lot of her albums beatles stuff and that doesn't count it. but it doesn't count but the, the actual money that came out of my fingers onto the counter yep it was get the knack by the knack wow cool on vinyl i
0: imagine on, uh, pff, that's all there Wow. Well, <laughs> um, there was that, water, uh, that or an eight track yeah <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Jared, how about yourself? Pick
3: me. Um, my very <laughs> first vinyl album that I bought, which is very interesting is the, uh, guns
0: N' roses, appetite for destruction on the recalled cover that, uh, ah. yes. The, the very controversial mm. recalled cover Yes, uh, that we won't go into right now, but there was a yeah. reason that it was recalled. <laughs> Good <laughs> idea. Bad, bad, collectible, man. collectible, but, uh, questionable. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. We'll leave Leon for last. Um, for me, I spent all of my hard-earned lawn mowing money, and I dropped that down on the Clash. Give nice, them, give them enough rope. That's a good one, man. Nice. Played the heck out of that thing. That was fantastic. It was so cool to come co- go walking home with my very own album. That's right. Yes, listen to Tommy Gun. Yeah, and that was on vinyl too. Yeah, way back in the way back in the day. Um, Leon.
2: We're dying to know yours. All right, it was um, uh, Aerosmith's 1993 release of "Get a Grip." Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. It was the first album I ever bought. Was that That's what, the same was, one I bought uh, on yeah. CD? That was the first I don't know album why, I paid but it was. for. Uh,
3: it's got the 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 utter. Really? It's got the yeah, utter. Yep. The cover's got the cow udder on it. That's not what you said at That's all. That's not what you said. I think I said big ones, but actually, get <laughs> no, a grip. is Guns N' Roses. One. No, the first CD.
0: Oh. Uh, okay, uh, so now we got that clarified. All right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You may as well cut that. No, never fine. No, you're fine. Yeah, so the first uh, CD you bought. So, yeah. Was, was get a grip. Get a grip. It okay. had the the cow utters. Right. Yeah. Right the piece. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was it had like crying and I'm pretty sure oh, that's yeah. what Chick-fil-a based their entire brand off of. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> then there was like the, the writing
0: the, too. Right. Right. Yeah. Wasn't it? Like, then, then there was the recalled album cover of that too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that's going. So uh, that was fun. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, so Leon, yeah, cool. uh, how did you, how did you get your start in the actual guitar world? Where did you start out?
2: I think I started, uh, kind of plunking around on a guitar when I was like eight, I think, uh, trying to, you know, teach myself how to play guitar on a acoustic with super tall action. I'm sure is a, that's a familiar story to a lot of people. Oh yes, yeah. That's the way it's supposed uh, to be. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's how it should be. Um, yeah. Then never was really that serious about it, but you know, through high school started playing, you know, electric guitars a lot more and trying to start, you know, uh, little bands for fun uh and that just kind of continued my whole teenage life and into adulthood um now did you grow up in the, in the portland area uh yeah yep I've, I've lived in this area all my life cool yeah yeah and um really it wasn't until who what was it probably 2015 is when i kind of got the wild hair to start trying to design circuits uh, How did you I've jump into that?
0: I mean, that's kind of kind like of a, uh, what 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 preempted yeah. that.
2: Well, yeah, it's right. I, I'm always, I'm a, I'm kind of a general just maker. I've always just kind of made things and and tweaked on things to, uh, ever since I was a kid. Um, did you always like so tear I, stuff apart and put it back together? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff, or try to you know try to make something you know, quote unquote better than it was before, which almost never worked out for me. But uh yeah. I do you know, that was,
0: a lot and it still doesn't work out either. Oh, <laughs> right.
2: well, yeah. well, it still happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got a whole bunch of pedals around here that are just they're garbage now. <laughs> <laughs> um I I worked on uh quite a few or a couple, I shouldn't say quite a few. Uh a couple local recording studios around here I've I've helped uh do the the wiring of them, like patch bays and so on. Oh wow! I was really big into studio stuff for quite a while, kind of repairing some some gear, light repairs, and then you know wiring patch bays and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, I started you know built a couple pedal kits, and said, oh that, was, that looks that doesn't look too hard, and it 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 had some it had its challenges, but they all you know they seemed to eventually work. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Then that's that's kind of when the idea of well, I got these ideas that I could maybe make work if I learned some more about it, you know, so lots of research later and then, yeah, started uh, working on the, the Pelletar, which I'm sure we'll go into. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, so did you have any yeah, electronic
0: background to, to begin that's with? Kinda how it started.
2: Not necessarily. Um, by trade, I am a, uh, HVAC technician, uh, oh. kind of like low voltage controls guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So not necessarily electronics, but you know, uh, very familiar with how schematics work and uh you know basic electricity you know Mm -hmm. Uh, that's that's always kind of came came fairly easy
0: you were just talking about low voltage controls and stuff and in a semi well no not even semi it's a totally unrelated guitar (laughs) um i just showed apollo 13 to to one of my daughters And she absolutely loved it. And then we, we were going upstairs, we passed the laundry room, and I said, You know, the whole part where they're trying to squeeze like every single amp, you know, make it as small as possible so they could run the entire rocket on like four amps or seven amps or something like that. And I said, You see that dryer right there? That's using more amps than, than the actual rocket they were coming yeah, like, back in. Like five <laughs> like, times she's as like, many. What? I'm like, <laughs> that's yeah, crazy. Oh, really? You know? Cause uh, they, they spent a lot of time on that in the movie. So one that gives her some context anyways, so you could fly Apollo 13 is what you're saying.
2: Yeah, it, no, big deal. Okay. <laughs> no big deal. I don't like to talk about it.
0: <laughs> right. okay. I don't want to brag or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. You, so you, man, you jumped in full on then. So you went from a couple DIY kits to a, uh, I mean, you attacked the big daddy, the
2: Klon. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, All right, well, uh, let's get into that. that. I'll start off by saying this: when I had built like the first prototype of the of the Pelotar, uh I've I, at, to that point I'd n- never actually seen the circuit to a clone before. Wow! So I, <laughs> you can, uh, I, I definitely wasn't uh, ripping off or anything. Obviously, no, it, it doesn't sound. Yeah, it was more of a. It was just a joke started out as a joke and it wasn't even going to be a cool sounding pedal. Really? Yeah. Uh, it was actually a Blake from the tone mob. He's a, a good friend of mine. hmm Uh, we're in a, a band together. Uh, and he, he just floated the idea to me like, Whoa, what if we, what if we made a pedal and it did, you know, it, it was a crazy fuzz or just something wacky, but it looked like a Klon. Cause that was when the, there was quite the craze over the sure. whole uh, Klon clone thing. Uh, and then the idea just kind of spiraled out of control, like. You know, well i think I, we could do that then hey wait a minute what what if it was two fuzzes you know and then oh what if we blended them together you know wouldn't that be funny <laughs> yeah yeah let's figure out how to make it work yeah so the peltards ended up being a really fun project a lot more interest in it than i thought there was going to be right well that thing really blew up man i mean i
0: saw that pedal more than i knew what Pel- uh, pelican noise was if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't understand it at first. I was like, I don't understand what, what what's everybody making you know, the fuss about this. And I was like, Pelotar, what? And, and I wasn't putting Pelican and Centaur together. You know, uh, it, it just, I was delightfully stupid <laughs> about it. Yeah.
2: But There's still people all the time e- emailing me they're like i just figured it out this is awesome <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh oh, and great. and if you do if you do buy one which we highly suggest you do make sure you actually like look at the look at the instructions it'll save you some you know aspirin maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh you were kind <laughs> enough to put that in and uh, when you when you uh, sent one up, uh, over for us to to play around with and um let's just get this out of the way it is a Gorgeous pedal. I mean, it is finished really, really well. Uh, I was very impressed at the at the fit and finish of this um, imposter pedal. Uh, and, and I only say imposter oh, okay. because it's you know clearly supposed to be like the Klan, but um, it is. It doesn't sound anything like it. not even remotely. <laughs> but I will say that uh, you did confuse one of us, who I won't name yes. right now. Uh, Ooh. But uh, he, he's like, I don't understand what's going on with this pedal. The game, it's not a game. What am I? <laughs> <He> was- <laughs> was- I didn't
3: read the thing.
0: Was- you got to read the thing if you do me the pedal. About it.
3: <laughs> what amp did you listen to it through? My yeah. Marshall?
0: Yeah. So he put it through the front end of, of, his, of his Marshall and... Um, I was, nice. was struggling with it. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so after I explained a little bit, and he's like, oh, right, right, right. So it was a good time. Tony, you played it through
1: your Vox. Yeah, that's what I, When I usually test, I have a Vox AC15 hand-wired that has a Celestian Blue in it. So that's kind of, I, I know what that amp sounds like. Oh, so anytime I, that's yeah. kind of my test rig. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I thought it interfaced. I mean, that the Vox takes pedals really nicely. Um, I think as as does you know, a lot of Fender amps. Yeah. Um, so uh, so I find those to be good test beds. Marshall's, on the other hand, they don't they don't like anything in the front end.
3: I would have to agree. <laughs> 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 well, except for a uh, tube screamer. That's mm, about it. Really? Yeah. If they sound the tube screamer that's about it Every, well anyways uh, enough about the tube screamer yeah
0: um <laughs> so but that's wait a, that's us like, can we talk more about the tube screamer? Yeah, why not it's, it's not. green right um so that was your first big one right yeah and yeah. how long did you did you stay on that you know because you're building them all yourself you don't have a team of people
2: it's just you right right i do have a uh, uh a friend named uh justin porter who's in some of the gear group some of you might seen him around he um he uh he does help me build every once in a while okay uh, in his spare time he'll he'll you know he'll build a few right so he he does help out uh, But yeah for the most part it is it is just me in here yeah he's not the pickup builder is he no 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 he's oh, okay. <laughs> he does i believe confused.
3: he's also in oregon
2: yeah so. uh, well, uh porter pickups i think they are in washington i think oh okay yeah. close no, upper, upper northwest I, I could be totally wrong about that. You're yeah. all They're neighbors. neighbors. He's a good
3: builder, by the way, yeah.
0: everybody. Uh oh yeah. So you're you're knocking those out all by your yourself and I'm sure you well, I, I'm not going to assume were you expecting the kind of response that you got from those?
2: No, not at all. No. No, I th- I thought, you know, I I think I built twenty uh to start with. That was kind of all the all the money I, I had to dump into it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I just built twenty of them and I I thought they were I thought I was going to be sitting on them for a long time mm-hmm. <laughs> and didn't expect to make any more than that. And then, yeah, those sold out in a, I think, Ooh, I, I can't remember. It was a, it was a few days. I think they were sold wow, out incredible. I had to start
1: good for you to start figuring out
2: how to make more. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was, it was amazing how it worked out. Well,
0: can you share with us about how many you you're into at this point?
2: Uh, it has tapered off a little bit. So I think i am at like, um, Ooh, I didn't even see what number yours was. I think I'm at like 360, I think. Wow. That's oh, awesome. That's
1: yeah. it. Well, and, and you, you know, this episode has not aired yet. So once this hits. Right. Could be, you could be, know. You,
0: you, better, you better get okay, geared well, up. 71. 71.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to hire quite a few people. <laughs> you know, whole staff. Right. To, to, yep, to yep. sell all, the, all of them. Uh Anyways, <laughs> Um Cool. So you, you knocked that one out. And then at some point in time, you're like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta do something else here. What was the next thing in
2: line for you? Uh, The next thing I did was um, actually, it was another super fun project that uh, it it didn't go real far, but it was, it was just so, so fun and cool to me to be a part of Um, uh, Kevin. He quits with he quits guitars. Go check out his episode, everybody. Oh yeah! Shout out all day long to Kevin. He, uh, yeah, he, him and Co. Schneider, another shout out for past guest. Yes, sir. Uh, he'd asked me if I wanted to work on putting a fuzz in a guitar, and I was like, "Well, yeah, that sounds right up my alley." And just the way that those two kind of brainstormed it or came up with the concept of it, uh, how it was going to work, and the you know the controls, how those would operate, uh, just sounded really smart and not not gimmicky at all. Uh, and then so I started kind of making a circuit to go specifically in that guitar. And I started with the one side of the pelotar, which is not the mid scooped wall of fuzz muff sound. Uh, but the other side on the left side of the gain dial, mm-hmm. um, which is a JFET fuzz, uh, which is, which is fairly unique for, for fuzz circuits. And I started with that one and, and started making some tweaks and sending them down to co and he tried them out and Kevin tried it out. And, uh, yeah, landed on, it was pr- pretty close to just that left side of the Pelitar that we ended up using. Uh, and after I put that into a pedal and we had it all, you know, finalized, this is what's going in the guitar. I, I loved the pedal. So I, I made another pedal and that became the half horse. Half horse. Which is another ridiculous Yeah, another ridiculous graphic. (laughs)
0: Indeed. For that matter. Hey, just real quick, you mentioned uh, that's the second uh, iteration of JFET on our show tonight. Can you, just for those who aren't maybe familiar with that, uh, can you just tell us real quick, can you explain to JFET?
2: Let's boil it down to it's a transistor that um, basically the way it breaks up is a little more amp-like than what you would get with your your standard BC108. Transistor two N fifty eighty eights or something like that. It they they act a little more amp like when pushed. Uh, that's why you you hear a lot of people talk about JFETs and amp like those those two terms kind of go together.
0: What about it makes it amp like? What can you explain that a little bit? Uh,
2: it's the magical fairies inside. <laughs> inside they uh, they're really jolly. Yes, and then they, they get warm like a tube, and they they make amp sounds. That's Okay. That's
0: very cool. Yeah. That's you
2: know I read always, that. Somewhere. You know,
1: I I'd never heard I never heard that before. That's really good to know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, uh so uh, for real if we're talking about amp like is it is it just a clarity is it a is, does it react with your playing what, what Yeah, i think yeah
2: kind of like a touch sensitivity you know kind of thing okay. uh, dynamics yeah cool exactly
0: yeah. so yeah. uh when you are investigating pedals out there everybody and you do run across jfet if you're just becoming familiar with that term now that is something that that uh, you know you can say aha i i know what that might um, how how that might impact the kind of music that i'm doing and that is a, a a pretty popular one there's there seems to be a real surge of preamps and and preamplifications and and uh, i i it feels like there's a lot of that going on and jFETs getting thrown around quite a bit right now so tell, let's talk about the half horsey real quick
2: I just really liked that side of the, of the Pelotar. It was the, it was the side that I spent the most time on. Cause you know, let's, let's be honest, the other, uh, the other side, the other fuzz in the, in the Pelotar is a, it's, it's pretty straight across muff. Uh, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of changes to it. Kind of like a, you know, a green Russian muff, but the other side is what I, what I really spent, spent my time in. And I just, I just love how it, how it sounds. What I started out, when I started working on it, I had this idea of making a, that was one of the fuzz pedals that reacted like a Sweet Honey Overdrive does. Uh, the Mad Professor Sweet Honey Overdrive. Okay. I don't know if you guys ever had a had a play with those before, uh, but they're just the the touch sensitivity is just crazy on those. I was thought, man, if I could get a fuzz that did that, that'd be really cool. And this was the best I could do, and I'm pretty happy with it.
0: See, I like what you just described because that's something that I really appreciate. And when I'm looking for a pedal, I don't I don't have too many pedals that like if you turn it on, it's just it's just that. I like the the idea of being able to get a dynamic response out of a pedal, especially, you know, how you play the guitar and how it reacts. You know, you're not just getting that signal coming through with the notes attached to it. You know what I mean?
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think yeah, that's that, one of the I, things that the, that, uh, you know, a lot of the preamps do, right. I feel like that right. that is what the, that's doing for people is giving them a little bit more interactivity or, or amp like tune tones out of it rather than just like, this is exactly what the pedal sounds like. And no matter who plays it, you know, absolutely. Uh, what'd you do after the
2: old half horsey there? Well, after the half horsey, um, that was probably about when uh, I did the 50, 50 pedal for an undisclosed competitive podcast. Oh, they're for, uh, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, they asked me to uh, 60 cycle, that, huh? that pedal for them. 60 cycle, huh? Yes. Sir. Um, Ryan Burke and Steve were over there. Good guys. Uh, yeah, they'd asked me to work on that pedal. Uh, and I thought it sounded awesome because the, Again, I'm going to contradict myself. I hate overdrives. The, the <laughs> DOD 250 is the best pedal ever made. You know, it's, I'm, I'm that guy. But it's a, yeah, I, that's one overdrive pedal that I've, I've always enjoyed. Uh, and I wanted to hear what two of them sounded like in one pedal. That's cool. Yeah. See, so, as long as you uh,
0: say go. that, if you continue to say that, then you never really have to own up to anything. I right. one not want to ever right. judge you for making a good one sure. or a bad one. Right. I hate right. these things, but I had to make it anyways. You know, yeah. Yeah. that's a good <laughs> angle. We won't share that. We'll edit that out. <laughs> um, so then, uh, and then after that, I think is that, is that when you're going to the nod to, uh, tool time?
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, America's favorite nineties television show. Yes. No, it's not really at all. Uh, but yeah that's uh yeah the Benford 6100 which is little mm-hmm. miniature disaster in a box that's <laughs> uh that's I was having fun uh, with a with an idea playing around with uh some with the spin FV1 chip what um, does that do That did really weird sounds <laughs> 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 it was yeah I was I was playing around with it and and then I like, I'd keep having another idea and another idea. And then I started putting them together into like, you know, one effect where each knob did, you know, different parts of the effect. One, one knob controlled like a cocktail filter type thing. And the other knob was a ring mod and the other knob was a fuzz, you know, and started combining things in weird ways. And uh, I just it, it that pedal made me smile when I played it like bigger than I've ever smiled before and and laugh when I looked at it, like, okay, I got to put it out there. Hey, if you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. But it's, I think it's hilarious and, uh, and really useful actually.
0: Again, with, with a very genius marketing plan, if you don't want it, don't, don't get it
2: right yeah i'm not gonna (laughs) you're not gonna throw my feelings what you should say i prefer
1: that you not buy yes (laughs) these are not for sale (laughs) um speaking of not for sale when when will the the plush be back in stock
2: oh yes i need to
3: (laughs) i want a toy
2: for those who yes for those those who go out of stock i kind of keep forgetting about them yeah i need to (laughs) as soon as I can talk my wife into building some more of them, we'll, we'll get them back on there. <laughs> so
1: those, uh, if, if you, if, if you, what if, that if, is. Yeah, if you, if you go to the, uh, to the, uh, the Pella, Pelican, uh, noise Works site and to their products, there's a, a plush toy. Yes. Yeah. Which I think people, you know, a guitar player can buy the
0: pedal for himself yeah. or herself. Yeah. And, <laughs> the plush toy yeah. for one of the kids. I love when, when people that are making stuff make little odds and ends and bits and bobs. I, I it's because, <laughs> you know, we talk about this all the time. I'm going to bring it up again as, as enthusiasts, as, you know, borderline collectors. Uh, once we lock oh, yeah. onto a brand that's we want all that extra stuff like that gets us closer to the brand. It's the, it's the individual fingerprint that we reference so often. And I, I love that. I think it's fantastic. Um, you're sure. getting back to the tool time thing. Uh, it, I encourage everybody to to actually go <laughs> check this out. Yeah. It's so funny to me. Because yeah. you clearly, I really appreciate your sense of humor. I, you know, if you're just looking at the pedal, you're like, oh yeah, okay. There's, there's pedal of knobs. But then you, then you get into the knobs and you start reading what they are. And the fact that they mean absolutely nothing. That's see, I I like that. I think that's really fun. Jared hates he doesn't you don't do so well with that. Let's just admit that. Um well I'll admit that for you. And then um I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, but you know, all the little switches and everything, and they everything on it references something from that show. And I thought that it was just immensely clever.
2: I'm glad you think so. <laughs> yeah. But whatever uh, you do, do so not buy either. that pedal. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: There's it's... an embargo on that pedal.
2: <laughs> uh, at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm having fun, you know, building pedals and, and making, you know, uh, useful and also funny things. Uh, yeah. I, I just like to have fun with it. I, th- I think that the gear shouldn't always be serious. There's a, there's a time and place for the seriousness of it. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, good
0: that you're doing that out there just out of curiosity. I mean, we've kind of gone through your pedals a little bit and stuff. Um, wh- what, uh, what do you like? What's your rig? Like what, tell, tell us about what your guitar and your amps and like, wh- what does that look like for you?
2: Oh, okay. Um, I'm a, I'm a big Benson apps, uh, Oh, right. Um, yeah. So I, I play, is there anyone uh, in the Northwest that doesn't play those? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was actually
0: a really early guest. Uh, he gave oh, us the I time of day a long time ago, which is why I really appreciate that. So thanks Chris. Oh, awesome.
3: Yeah. I'm looking on Instagram. And when you said that a Benson post came right up, yeah. it kind of freaked me out.
0: <laughs> These
3: That's are great. The way it
2: works. Cool. Great amps. That is, that is, Oh
0: yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so you're playing, I'm playing a
2: Vincent Benson Vincent. Yes. Um, which is one of the, one of the newer ones. I have a Monarch reverb uh, combo here as well. And those are, yeah, those are my go-to amps. I, it's hard to choose one. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. And my main guitar is probably is my uh, Telecaster. It was a, uh, uh, Baja Telecaster that I kind of heavily modified and stripped and refinished uh, and slapped a Bigsby on and it's, yeah, it's, it's the go-to for sure.
0: That's cool. fun. I, I yeah. actually kind of like a, 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 for whatever reason I appreciate a Bigsby on a Tele because it can, ha- the, the, the weight of the Telecaster and the, and the, it just feels like this can handle the the bigsby you know where you see it on some other oh, like, like why yeah. did you put that on that <laughs> guitar but you know that's just my own you know i guess but um yeah so there uh what else well you got some more guitars i'm 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 assuming what's your number two yeah.
2: um number two is definitely the uh the equits guitars uh, fuzz rayburn um mm-hmm. uh, and then i have a uh gretch white falcon that I uh, uh, recently picked up uh, earlier this year. It's kind of, it's been one of those guitars that, you know, you always got your, your reverb watch list and you're always looking out for it, you know, and it, it finally came up at a local shop and, and it was, uh, it was the one. Was it uh, so I just like a vintage one? one and... No, no, it's uh, 2012. Okay. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's definitely not vintage, uh, but it just, it feels, feels perfect. Right.
0: Right. It's so all that matters.
2: Yeah excellent yeah, it's, excellent it's a fun one. <laughs>
0: uh where are things heading for pelican noise at this moment well at this
2: moment um besides off the rails currently or like right, right now <laughs> just, like, totally <laughs> off the rails um kind of just uh staying the course right now um yeah keeping up with building pedals and slowly working on on new ideas uh, some new things in the works, but some new overdrive a, pedals in the works. Yeah, yes, um, <laughs> yeah. So many overdrive pedals planned. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just as as a kind of a one man uh, shop for the most part. It's 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 a little tricky to to find the time to develop new things, but uh, try to do it as much as I can
0: uh leon thank you so much for sharing all of your backstory uh and letting us get to know pelican noise works a little bit more (laughs) and the man the myth the legend behind it i appreciate that you're putting the funny out there in the guitar world and not and just kind of on a on a if you catch it cool and if you don't then don't worry about it vibe oh i i had one
1: more question because he's in he's in portland right yeah do you know fred armison uh
0: why why that
2: i, I don't know him, no no
0: no did you get to get like a portland joke book before That's this Portlandia. What the hell's going on um all right anyways let's let's uh get out of this mess uh, jared yeah let's uh go to would you
3: rather That's one of the best ones you've
1: done. That is. Did you see his eyes? Thank you. He closed his eyes and it was
3: that was soulful, man. It was. Damn. This week's Would You Rather is brought to us by our good friend Tyler Bray. He is a patron. We appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. So, you're playing your favorite Stratocaster. And all in, you're playing along and stuff. And <laughs> Todd has a Stratocaster? <laughs> in
0: this story, Exactly. I <laughs>
3: and <laughs> bam, nightmare. it just goes dead all of a sudden. You're like, what the heck's going on? Your pickup died.
0: Oh, oh man. No. so all you, three of them?
3: All one of them. Or three of them, sure. They all died. Okay. Or one or two. One died and took the other two with it. That's yes. right. <laughs> all
0: right. So, so you, you got to replace your pickups.
3: <laughs> you call your favorite pickup guy out there, and you're like, hey, man. Should I go noiseless this time or should I go regular single coil which is the traditional? Single right. Coil. Okay. Which Ooh. which do you do? What
0: a dilemma. Mm. What a dilemma. Uh Tony, what are you going to do?
1: You know, I I've never been a fan of noiseless single coil sized pickups. I don't know what it is. They either sound too sterile or they just don't sound right and you know while i'm not a huge fan of 60 cycle hum not the podcast the actual 60 cycle yes. hum um, i uh i i think i'm going to have to go with with stock setups maybe wound a
3: little bit hotter the traditionals yeah
1: yeah i, I like a, i like my strat pickups wound a little bit hotter and which makes them a little bit darker and yeah you know noise is noise mm Okay, that's what the volume controls for,
0: <laughs>
3: Jared. Um, I had this discussion with um, a fella by the name of Lindy Fralin when mm-hmm. I was coming up in the pickup world yep. uh, years ago, and uh, I believe what he said was is right. Uh, to get the true single coil sound, the true chime, and the true, you know, essence of what it was designed to do, you got to go traditional single coil. Mm. I'm not saying that the noiseless is a bad idea because it's not. It's a great idea. There's applications. There definitely are. But, and there have been some improvements. Like, oh, I yeah, agree. Yeah. There,
1: there are some some out there. There's newer
3: style that um, have been designed, like side-by-side coils and whatnot, but I don't want to get into all that right now. But, yeah, I would just go the traditional, and, uh, and
0: uh, that, that's what I would do. Okay. Uh, Leon, how about yourself?
2: I got to go standard single coils. I'm a big uh, single coil uh, convert no not a convert just uh I don't know traditionalist. I don't yeah, know. There you go. There you go. There it is. Yeah. All right. If I'm stuck with a Stratocaster
0: uh, <laughs> uh I I'm going to have to go I I mean I got to go with the with the, the standard as well because um I, I like things live. I like them feeling live. That's what I do love about a Telecaster. It feels alive. And so uh, even though I'm, I'm stuck in this nightmare of having a Strat, um, I, I, that's what I would end up doing. So uh, all right. Noise well, will be nice. Yeah. Tyler, thank you for sending that in. Uh, that one was unanimous. I'm curious what uh, you can just shoot us a little note and tell us what you would have chosen after you hear this. We've got a couple things to get out of uh, in order to do this. Um, just really quick. First, I want to say, a, again, one more huge thanks to Leon for, for spending time with us. Leon, where can people find you?
2: Oh, they can find me at uh, pelicannoiseworks.com, Instagram. Yeah, you can even use the uh, the promo code guitar knobs for twenty percent off. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: That's a good deal, my friends. Oh wow. On the on everything? on anything. Wow. wow. I'm getting the yeah. pelitars. Holy moly. Yeah. Get those Pelotars back yeah. in stock, the plushes. Go make them. Uh, <laughs> wow, that is incredibly generous. We are humongously grateful for that. That's so great. So check this out, everybody. You go to PelicanNoiseWorks.com and order whatever you're ordering off the site. Do uh, coupon code or you know purchase code guitar knobs and you are going to save 20%. Thank you so much, Leon, for providing that for our listeners. Um, I hope uh, many, many take advantage of it and keep you very busy and your fingers hurting.
2: Yeah, so that's that'll be uh, active uh, through August, and it'll expire uh, September 1st. Awesome.
0: Brilliant. 2019, just in case in five years you listen to this and you're <laughs> like, sweet! I want my discount! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Anyways, dude, honestly, thank you so much. That's, that's huge. Um, you're, you've, you make some great stuff, and um, I'm excited that people might uh, take advantage of that. So, uh, They'd be fools not to. Fools. Fools. <laughs> um, Tony Baloney. Yes. You got some people that we need to say what up to. Well, first I want to introduce the whole concept of Patreon. Okay, Can you do that in a a truncated effort? In a truncated effort. So let's just say...
1: I don't know what that means. I love the Guitar Knobs. Okay. Especially Tony, because he's my favorite. Well... I'd like to support the show. Mm -hmm. How can I do that? We want you to go to patreon.com forward slash the Guitar Knobs. Mm -hmm. And there are various levels in which you can participate. Each level has its own grouping of prize packages, and that includes things like barefoot buttons mhm uh, t-shirts yep stickers lots of them yeah, pins, picks, pins
0: picks doodads whatnot's and uh hullabaloos. yes There's and one. every level truly you guys uh, you know it, it, it is so appreciated and it helps keep our show going hey this is my segment i just wanted to reiterate okay. that okay so what i was
1: going to so say is to every level is important to us hey every level is important everybody yes. the executive producer oh so level. shiny and in addition to all those great things that you get, Jared, what happens? You get to have your name right on the thing. Ah, that's the, the prize. That's of the right. Prizes. And do it right now. I'm going to do this right now.
0: You got to limit your bourbon intake. Go yeah, ahead.
1: It's not bourbon. I'm drinking <laughs> Irish whiskey <today. laughs> uh, So let's start with our, our good friend and original Patreon, Mr. Tom Barazin. Barazin. All right. Martin Cliff, John Daly, Sean Yes. 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 Chris Kearney, Darren Gregory, Doug Christ, Michael Van Zant, Brad Partridge, Corey Nigro, Ken Sayers, Jonathan Jerusic, Brian Robison, Michael Senchuk, Michael McVeigh, Rick Lenglu, <laughs> Stefan Lam, Johnny Knowles, Anthony Lanthrop, John Englund, Tyler Bray, who we heard from earlier today. Would mm-hmm. you rather? Would you rather? Ty Garman, Chris Heidel, John Esterley, Tim Nowak, and Doug Gann. Yes, sirs. Yes, Thank sirs, you, each and, and every
0: one of you. Yes. We are very grateful for your help. Uh, truly, truly, truly. So, uh, Tony Baloney, where can people find you? Let's say
1: you need a custom pick guard. Let's just say, you know, instead of putting a Strat pickup into a Strat, you want to put a humbucker in it. Mm -hmm. Go over to Mm pickguardian.com. Well, first go over to Jared Mm -hmm. and say, hey, what can I do? Mm -hmm. And he'll say, you put a humbucker in that thing. Put it in the thing. Go see Tony. And uh, I'll take care of you. Yep. You can also see some of the projects I've been working on on Instagram. That's pickguardian and the number one. And,
3: uh, you know, shoot me an email. Get an awesome pickguard. That's right. Yeah. Jared. He does make it very simple. Um, if you guys need pickups to put in that awesome pick card, uh, Jared at pickupscom is my email. Go to my website,
0: Brandon Pickups. Perfect. You can drop me an email, Todd, at TheGuitarKnobs.com. You can direct message me on Instagram at guitar knobs we are grateful that you have been listening to our show uh, supporting us week after week uh, please take time to go back into our catalog of over 135 six seven whatever episodes and uh find people that you you hopefully have been looking for uh and and also, make sure you go visit Leon at uh, Pelican Noiseworks and get yourself one of his awesome pedals at a 20% discount. Thank you so much, Leon, for joining us. It yep. was great fun finally yep. having you on the show.
2: Yep. Hey, thank you. That was awesome. It was a lot of
0: fun. Cool. Everybody have a fantastic guitar week and subscribe! Yeah! yeah. But I, don't, I just thought of pudding. I don't know why. I like pudding. And pudding's good. Papioca? <laughs> pudding. Um, <laughs> This week's...
3: (laughs) And then all of a sudden...
0: (laughs) No. (sighs) Goober! Time out, time out, time out. You have derailed my man. All right, that's a wrap. Awesome. Good talking to you. Uh, (laughs) I feel like that (laughs) was... I wonder if people are sitting there crying in their mouth as they're listening. <laughs> You're still with us, right? It's like oh, sorry, sorry. It's okay. This is awesome. Let's let's do this, shall we? Yeah. You ready? No, All right. It's gonna be great. What well, could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com. Forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitar knobs. Catch you next time.